My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com And now, Lindell TV brings you The Stone Zone with legendary Republican strategist and political icon and pundit Roger Stone. Stone has served as a senior campaign aide to three Republican presidents. He is a New York Times best-selling author and a longtime friend and advisor of President Donald Roger Trump. Stone. As an outspoken libertarian, Stone has appeared on thousands of broadcasts, spoken at countless venues, and lectured before the prestigious Oxford Political Union and the Cambridge Union Society. Due to his four-plus decades in the political and cultural arena, Stone has become a pop culture icon. And now, here's your host, Roger Stone. Welcome. I'm Roger Stone, and yes, you are back in the Stone Zone. Yesterday, the Republican National Committee uh, had their most recent presidential debate, uh, and uh, they actually had it sponsored by NBC, a virulently anti-Republican purveyor of the Russian collusion hoax. It didn't really matter because, well, not many people were watching. That's because Donald Trump staged the greatest show on earth at one of his Make America Great rallies in the Trump stronghold of Hialeah, Florida. The president had a very generous shout out for me. Let me show it to you. It is a great, great person, Roger Stone. He's a great guy, a very, very talented guy. Uh, very kind uh, of uh, the president. Uh, look, the Republican nomination contest is over. Uh, all we have are the neocons uh, and those pretending not to be neocons fighting with each other to see who can run a dismal second uh, or third to President Donald Trump in the coming Iowa caucuses and then get crushed in the New Hampshire primary. Uh, joining me uh, is uh, a woman who I admire very much. My wife and I had an opportunity to see uh, Bridget Gabriel and her husband at the recent premiere of the police state documentary film by Dinesh D'Souza that was held at Mar-a-Lago. I must tell you, there are very few people whose Twitter, now known as X, profiles capture my imagination and I keep up with, uh, and Bridget Gabriel is one. Now she joins us right here at the Stone Zone. Bridget, welcome. Hello, Roger. 
Thank you, the king. I'm with the king. What an honor. Uh, that picture blew me away. You looked marvelous, darling. Marvelous. Really extraordinary. Oh, thank you, darling. Coming from you, it means a lot. Thank you. We so, had a great time. Thank you. It was a, it was great to be with you. So, uh, you this is a good place to start. You say on your uh, on your uh, very active uh, X, formerly known as Twitter profile, which I literally never miss, that um, your personal story is one of being a survivor of radical Palestinian terrorism in Lebanon. I want people to know who you are before we go into a lively discussion uh, of uh, politics and particularly foreign policy uh, and the dangers of radical Islam. Uh, and we, I also, of course, want to talk about ACT for America, the organization that you are a founder and chairman of. Uh, and uh, a shout out to your husband, who uh, gave me his card and therefore made this interview popular, uh, pops possible. Uh, but tell us your personal story, if you will. Uh, thank you, Roger. Well, I was born and raised in Lebanon, which used to be the only majority Christian country in the Middle East. We were open-minded, we were fair, we were tolerant, we were multicultural, we prided ourselves on our multiculturalism. We had open borders, we welcomed everyone into our country. Um, unfortunately, we imported people into our country who did not share our value. Lebanon was the only country to accept the third wave of Palestine Palestinian refugees when they were kicked out of Jordan, when King Hussein kicked them out, when they caused problems for him. Lebanon was the only country to accept them. Um, they started creating problems in Lebanon. Actually, the Lebanese war started when a Palestinian walked into a church on a Sunday morning and shot uh, worshipers, uh, injuring 100 and killing uh, four at the time. My 9-11 happened to me in 1975 when radical Islamic Palestinians blew up my home, bringing it down, burying me under the rubble wounded. Um, I ended up in a hospital for two and a half months and later ended up living in a bomb shelter underground in an eight by 10 room without electricity, without water and very little food. And that's where I lived for the next seven years of my life, robbed of my youth. Well, God bless you for surviving that and uh, going on to be the spokesperson for freedom uh, to help people understand the dangers of radical Islam. The Biden administration kind of vexes me. I don't quite understand it. On the one hand, we are supporting Israel, which I believe we must do. It's the only democracy in the region. Uh, I'm not in favor of American troops fighting in the Middle East. I'm not in favor of uh, American aircraft uh, uh, fighter jets attacking targets in the Middle East. But I do think we need to provide whatever assistance Israel needs to crush the enemy. On the other hand, the Biden administration is also financing radical Islam through Iran. Who could be naive enough to think that if you unfreeze $6 billion of assets, or if you ship $100 million to Hamas for humanitarian aid, that that money will not be used to fund the war machine? Uh, I, I'm, I'm perplexed. Are these people naive? Uh, or are they stupid? 
uh, or is this willful? The, are they carrying out what I think were the policies of the Obama administration, which was, in truth, anti-Israel and very pro-Iranian? Well, look, Joe Biden, this is pure nativity, but this is the problem on the left, Roger. Remember, when he was vice president working with Obama, that's when they did the Iran deal. And remember all the, that we tried to stop the Iran deal in 2014, 2015. They were not listening. They thought, oh, we can trust the Iranians. Of course, they agreed to let us go in and verify, you know, what they're doing and, and inspect the facility, which you and I know this is total baloney. But somehow the left believes that, you know, things are not really as bad. You know, maybe the, maybe the mullahs are bad, but the Iranians, you know, in general, I mean, the government, it's okay. This is total baloney. Iran wants to eradicate Israel off the map of the earth. They consider Israel the little Satan. But remember, we are the big Satan. Uh, look, Iran ruined Lebanon, the country in which I was born and grew up in. Lebanon, uh, Iran financed Hezbollah, which now is one of the largest, actually the, right now since we killed Al-Qaeda, the largest terrorist organization in the world, totally funded by Iran, committed terrorist attacks on four continents across the globe. Iran still finances Hezbollah. Iran is financing the Houthis in Yemen. Iran is financing Hamas. And it doesn't matter whether the, the, the radical Islam is to want to do Iran's dirty work, whether they are Shiites or Sunnis. The perfect example is Hezbollah and Hamas. Hezbollah in Lebanon is Shiite, Hamas and the territories are Sunni, but they put their bloody differences aside to come together against their enemy. We cannot trust the Iranians. They are, according to Islamic law, they do not have to honor any agreement on paper between any non-Muslims. So it doesn't matter what agreements or deal Biden or Obama or Anthony Blinken or whoever they are striking a deal with Iran. It doesn't mean anything. They're going to use the money to finance terrorism, money paid for by you and me to the IRS, our tax dollars going to fund terrorism. Uh, I think that is exactly right uh, and extremely well stated. You can't negotiate with people who have no fear of death. You can't negotiate with people who don't under any circumstance want peace. The only peace they want uh, is that to kill anyone who doesn't agree with their co-religionists. They, they have no interest uh, in peace. This is not like uh, Nazi Germany uh, or, or Imperial Japan where we were ultimately get force them to the table and were able to solve those conflicts and bring peace. There's no interest on peace. You can't negotiate with terrorists. Uh, it, it simply uh, does not work. What do you think? Exactly. Uh, and, and if I may add something, we have to take our enemy at their word. Khomeini was speaking to a group of high school students in Iran about 10 years ago, and he was discussing the Iran de nuclear development plan. And he said, we it's a matter of when we wipe Israel off the map, not if we wipe Israel off the map. And he said, yes, they're going to retaliate. They can kill 50 million of us. We can replace ourselves. But if we wipe Israel off the map, if we nuke Israel, we're going to wipe them.
So the Iranians were already acknowledging and willing to sacrifice 50 million of their own people. They are disposable, a uh, 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 property, commodity they don't care about as long as they achieve their goal. So when you have Khamenei saying that to high school students, we continue to bury our head in the sand and ignore the fact that our enemy is telling us exactly their goal, what they want to do, how they want to do it, why they want to do it. Al-Qaeda did it. ISIS did it. Khomeini and Iran are doing it. The mullahs are still doing it today. But we are refusing to listen to our enemy's words. This is why I love Bridget Gabriel, because she always brings it. Uh, that is that is exactly right. Couldn't have said it better myself. You're, you're an expert uh, on the region. Are you surprised uh, by the overwhelming uh, outpouring of pro-Palestinian uh, 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 support on the American college campuses uh, and in America's major cities? Uh, and a corollary to that question, are you surprised by the level of infiltration of the pro-Palestinian position within the great Democratic Party of Harry Truman, who was the founder of Israel? Uh, I'm not surprised at all, Roger, because I have been doing this for two decades now since 9-11. Uh, that's when I started my organization, Act for America. And I used to travel and I used to speak on college campuses. And when I wrote my first book in 2006 titled Because They Hate, and I encourage everyone, it's a must read. You've got to get Because They Hate and read it. In the book, I discuss how our how the Saudis and the oil-rich uh, Middle East countries who hate America are using the Title VI program to fund our universities. The Title VI program was founded after World War II so we can educate our students and our universities, those who want to get into the diplomatic field about foreign countries and foreign government, so they may be an asset to our country. But what the Saudis with all the oil wealth and the people from Dubai and Bahrain and Kuwait and all the Gulf states started funneling millions into our universities, setting up Middle East study departments and political science departments and appointing Arab professors who are anti-Israel and anti-America to teach our students that Israel is Satan, Israel is evil, and America is a colonial colonialist empire that, that just wants to conquer the world. So here we are, 20 years later, 30 years later, you know, when you watch the news, all these students who graduated out of our communication schools are today the news anchors, the news writers, the political uh, 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 um, opinion makers and shapers. It is the result of all that education. So today, when you look back, millions of dollars, billions have been poured into our universities. And speakers like me who were warning about this issue for the last at least 15 years were mocked, laughed at, kicked out of universities. I think the last university I spoke at um, was uh, uh, at least left the university, uh, University of Michigan at Ann Arbor. I think it was like 2007. And the Palestinians organized to disrupt my lecture. And I ended up contacting Fox, Hannity, and Bill O'Reilly, who had a cameraman in the auditorium when I was speaking to prevent the chaos or at least record it. I contacted the FBI who provided security. But our universities have been been in a, in a regular decline for the last 15 years. I call our universities occupied territories. So for people like me who are on the front lines fighting this war, I am not shocked 
at nothing uh, at all. Uh, I know the Jewish community is shocked because they thought if they side with Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all the minorities and all will all together in the diversity, equity and inclusion nonsense, you know, we're all fighting the big fight. And I think the Jewish community had a rude awakening to realize that the same people they stood with and financed like Black Lives Matter basically are the enemy. So uh, reasonable people I know actually think that a ceasefire uh, in uh, in Israel, in Gaza, um, would be a good idea. Would you tell my audience why this is a terrible idea? Uh, it is a terrible idea because it's going to support Hamas, not the people. Look, the Hamas does not care about their own people. They're going to use the opportunity to maneuver their troops, to resupply, to rearm, to uh, do whatever they need to do to change their tactics, to change their positions, to move around. That's how they're going to use it. And I know that President Biden and Blinken and everybody pushed Israel. They came to an agreement with the Mossad on a four hours a day ceasefire. I'm not sure how long that's going to last. They did that ceasefire hoping that the Palestinian people who are still in Gaza will have an opportunity to leave Gaza and go hide. Don't you think the terrorists are going to move just at the same time to change position or change tunnels knowing that one bullet not one bullet is going to be fired by israel um i don't trust that ceasefire that's exactly what hamas wanted and america pressured israel long and hard to do exactly that i don't think that's going to help the palestinians uh it's only going to hurt the israelis uh isn't it uh, interesting uh that the the biden blinken regime seeks to limit and hamper Israel and how they can respond on the horrific attack on them of October 7th, but they put no such restrictions on the Ukrainians. In fact, we, we keep crossing our own lines. We're not going to send them uh, Sherman tanks. Oh, now we're selling them tanks. We're not going to give them certain missiles. Now we're giving them those missiles. There are no restrictions on Ukraine, yet we are hampering uh, the Israelis. Uh, it is, uh, to me, uh, the about the dumbest thing uh, that I have ever seen. You have said that you favor the deportation uh, of pro-Hamas foreign college students in this country. Uh, I completely uh, agree with you. Uh, tell tell our my audience why you feel this way. Uh, I feel this way because they are troublemakers. Look, they are coming to, to here because they are getting money from the foundations in the Middle East to send them to study in the United States. So they come to America on a student visa. And by the way, most people don't realize there is no block at our universities as to how many students they can accept. So the universities are just lapping that money that's being paid to them by all these foreign foundations. They get these students. The students come to America and the majority of them despise Israel. They do not like the United States. They are here. They automatically get together with the Muslim Student Association on college campuses, and they already start re radicalizing the young American nitwits who don't understand their own history, let alone foreign policy and international history. So this is how you're seeing the brainwashing of our own students. But the danger in this is because when you are seeing the demonstrations on the streets right now and people waving the Palestinian flags, a lot 
lot of those people are not even Americans. They are foreign students on college campuses or their relatives who are here. And this is very dangerous. Why are we importing these people? Why are we importing people who are going to brainwash our students? Just from a PR perspective, just from a marketing perspective, why are we allowing those images and these people to march? Uh, we need to deport all of them. If you showed up in a Hamas rally, which is designated as a terrorist organization by the United States, by the way, if you show up supporting a terrorist organization in the United States, you lose your right to remain in the United States because you could have terrorist sympathy. I mean, look, you can connect with Hamas chapters already existing in the United States and plot something. You don't care. You're not an American. You have no vested interest in the safety of America. I believe they are a threat to the country, and I believe they need to be deported. All right. We're going to go uh, to a commercial break here in just a moment, and then we're going to come back with my special guest, Bridget Gabriel. Bridget, when we get back on the other side, I want you to tell us about Act for America what it does and why people should be supporting your activities there. Well, if you're just tuning in, folks, we're here with Bridget Gabriel, one of my favorite people uh, who I follow assiduously uh, on social media, and we're talking about the situation in the Middle East. We will be right back. Hello, everyone. I wanted to get in here and uh, interrupt this great show by my great friend, Roger Stone. And uh, what we have is we have the best special ever exclusive to Lindell TV. And that is we have the, the everybody knows the towel sets, right? That's a six piece towel sets. If you go down to the radio podcast, we've got um, we've got our right there. They are He's $29.98. We're closing them out. We're closing out the towels. We have our new Shapir long stable, our new design on the right there. Those are, that were, those are on sale too. But what the exclusive for, for uh, our listeners and anyone watching Roger's show here, uh, you get there they are. We're closing these towels out. Once they're gone, they're gone. They're only, I believe there's three colors left, six piece towel sets. This is what I wanted to do to help out all our great hosts here and uh, Roger's one of the best. So use the promo code STONE and you get it for $29.98 for a six pack set. Otherwise you call this number 800-858-0402. Use that promo code STONE. Uh, my operators are standing by, you're helping my pillow. You're helping yourself with these great products and you and keep watching Roger's great show here on Lindell TV.
I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35. Fulls, $29. And twin size, just $25. I'm interrupted this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full $29 and twin size just $25. Order now. Once they're gone, they're gone for good. Folks, if you're just tuning in, this is the Stone Zone. I'm Roger Stone, and we're with Bridget Gabriel, the founder uh, and chairman of Act for America, and one of the most articulate critics of radical Islam here in the United States. Bridget, we have a short video. Uh, you can find out more about our organization right there at actforamerica.org. Folks, I urge you to not only check it out, but send a generous contribution because, as you can hear, she is doing extraordinarily important work. Uh, we've got a short video here uh, that you made that's very powerful. I want to show that. A quick trip down memory lane, shall we, when Palestinian citizens celebrated the most heinous terror attack in American history. 9-11. However, while some Palestinians were taking to the streets in apparent celebration, one youth was quoted as saying as he received a sweet, sweets handed around in celebration, this is a sweet from Osama bin Laden, he said. We have some videotape, I understand, that we're going to show you uh, from the West Bank. These are Palestinian celebrations in the wake of Tuesday's terror attacks in the United States. How apparently Palestinians took to the street chanting, God is great. Well, if you support these kinds of disgusting and shameless actions, you're on the wrong side of humanity. And sadly, we're seeing a lot of it right now. Joining me now is chairman for actforamerica.org and author of Rise, Bridget Gabriel. Bridget, good to have you back, my friend. Give us a sense of uh, what's going on in, well, let's talk about what's going on in, in, in uh, Palestine, in, uh, you know, in Parliament, and also what's going on with the mullahs in Iran. What do you think? Well, I think we are heading into a very difficult time. The mullahs in Iran are having a great time because this is exactly what they wanted. They wanted to drag Israel into war and America into war. And as a result, we have two warships right now sitting on the Mediterranean. Israel is going to have two fronts, one from Hezbollah in Lebanon uh, on the northern part of Israel and one on the south from Gaza, which are both financed and controlled by the Iranians. It is Iran who met with Hezbollah and, and, and Hamas in Beirut six months ago to plot this uh, terrorist attack that they uh, attacked Israel. The concerning part is that while Hamas is organized and while Hamas is, is something that obviously Israel needs to reckon with, which we learned in October, Hezbollah in southern Lebanon is the most dangerous army because it has infrastructure, it has leadership, it has organization, it has weapons, 150,000 missiles it's got located long, in South Lebanon. It's got, it's, got long, right. it's got a long history with Iran, Hezbollah does as That's well, right. being financed and trained by Iranians. Um, some missiles came into northern Israel from southern Lebanon, Hezbollah missiles. 
a little bit of fighting back, but why are those in charge taking it more seriously? They are taking it more seriously because Hezbollah is an army. It is literally a very organized army, even though we call them militia. Hezbollah is not only a threat to Israel, but Hezbollah has already committed terrorist attacks on four continents across the globe in the last 20 years plus. So Hezbollah is a major force. Hezbollah has weapons to reach all of Israel all of Israel. So between Hezbollah and Hamas, they can literally cover all of Israel with bombs. And the problem with Hezbollah is because it has 150,000 missiles directed at Israel, set up already in 40 towns in South Lebanon on the border with Israel. Since 2006, houses in southern Lebanon have been built with retractable ceiling, which means in the Hezbollah towns, they have set up rocket launchers in these houses where they can launch missiles at Israel. So it is a major force, and that's why uh, Israel bombed the airports in Syria, especially the Aleppo airport uh, a couple days ago, and they bombed seven trucks filled with weapons coming to Lebanon via Syria, and that's why, oh, that's why Hezbollah is a major threat. You gotta leave it right here, um, Bridget. But it, it, you know, it's called the Ring of Fire for a reason. Look at look at what Israel is dealing with. They're dealing right. with Lebanon, Hezbollah. They're dealing with Palestinians on the Gaza Strip. They're, I mean, they're they're just they're getting it from all sides. We really really need to support them, Bridget Gabriel. That's thank right. you so much for your time. Thank you. Okay, folks. That was a truly great interview, uh, Bridget. Let me ask you, what do you think uh, of the proposal uh, by Senator Lindsey Graham that we should just launch uh, strikes on the Iranian oil fields. Uh, China buys $386 billion uh, worth of oil, probably million dollars worth of oil per year uh, from Iran. Uh, what do you think of this neocon proposal? Look, uh, I'm a survivor of war. I'm the last person who wants to go to war. And I certainly do not want to drag us into war right now, considering we are stretched so thin right now, Roger. And you know, after what we spend in the Ukraine and what, and what we're spending helping Israel, we are depleting our weapons supply. So let's not rush to war with Iran. If we have to go to war with Iran, we absolutely should. But we should go in it to win it. And I do not believe the Biden administration has anything to win anything. If this was President Donald J. Trump, I would trust him 100% because I know if he decides to bomb Iran, he will finish the job. He will have them so paralyzed, these people will be dead for the next 20, 40 years. But if Biden does it, Biden is going to drag us into World War III. He's not going to be able to hold the line. They do not try. He's a joke to our enemies. I mean, the Iranians, the Chinese, the North Koreans, the Russians are looking at Biden thinking, OK, we've got one year window of opportunity left to do whatever we want to do, because we know this senile old man sitting at the White House. He's not running the country. God knows who's running America. But in any case, they cannot stand up to Iran. So. If we go to war with any country, we better be, make sure we can win this war and we better go in willing to destroy our enemy and not worry about what the United Nations is going to say, whether the Europeans are going to like us or not, whether the Arabs are going to approve of us or not. We've got to go in and go in to kill and destroy in order to secure our interest. Anything less than that, we shouldn't even attempt. 
that's the perfect segue uh, into American domestic politics. Uh, another reason why I love your lively social media uh, feed is because uh, you've got very perceptive analysis there as well. Uh, did you watch the uh, the NBC RNC debate last night? Oh, yeah, I breezed through it, you know, just enough to just hold my breath, bite my fingers and say, gosh, my goodness. Uh, and very entertaining. This was great theater last night. Um, you and I know who the front runner is. Front runner, it's President Trump. It doesn't matter who stands on stage. I mean, it's okay. We know they are competing to, you know, who's going to be vice president. Uh, they're competing to be chosen. But last night was theater. It's a good exercise for all of them to go at each other so the American public can see what each candidate offers. Uh, but as far as the American public, at least the majority of the people on the right, President Trump is the front runner. There is no disputing that. What did you uh, think of the performance of former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley? Look, she is the only woman on stage. Women are not usually looked at as fighters. You know, women are supposed, women usually are not uh, uh, competitive like men. So here we have a woman who's standing on stage who had to prove that I can take the shots and I can fire back. And she did fire back at Vivek. Uh, I don't think Nikki Haley has any chance of ever, you know, uh, getting anywhere or becoming president. Uh, nobody for, will, for at least the base that loves Trump will never forgive her for the way she betrayed Trump. Uh, but as a woman, uh, I saw her reaction and I said, good for you for fighting back. You know, I mean, it was good that she showed she has what it takes to fight back. President Trump would have fought the same way with a very smart remark back as well. Yeah, I can't uh, quite understand the exchange. I thought it was very clever when Vivek Ramaswamy uh, called her Dick Cheney in three inch heels. And, and heels. Uh, response was, <laughs> no, they're five inch heels uh, and they're for ammunition. To me, that was a uh, non sequitur. I'm not really sure what she means by that. Uh, people do ask me whether I think it is possible that she could emerge as a vice presidential candidate. But then uh, at his rally just down the road in Hialeah, President Trump referred to her several times by his affectionate nickname, Bird Brain. So I don't know how you later come back and take somebody referred to as a bird brain for vice president. I do not think that that's in the cards. Uh, I think it would be viewed within his base uh, as a betrayal. Trump is not an isolationist. Trump is a non-interventionist. There's a big difference. Donald Trump's not afraid to project America power abroad if it's necessary. But unlike, say, the Bushes and the Cheneys, he's not interested in going around the world looking for foreign wars where our inherent national interests are just not clear. He will always act by, through the prism of, does this policy, does this decision, does this action put America's interests first? It's been a long time since we've had a, a president like that. Uh, Bridget, you have a, a book, you have a couple books. One book, Rise, uh, which uh, looks really good to me. Let's put that cover up. Tell us about this book, and then we'll put up the website where people can get it. Uh, 
I wrote Rise uh, to not only educate people and inform people about what's pro what's going on with our country and why we need to stand up. But what makes my book unique is at the end of every chapter, no matter what I am talking about, whether I'm talking about operation indoctrination, when I'm talking about what's happening in our schools or how the Internet is being used as the new theater of war. It doesn't matter what chapter I'm talking about. At the end of every chapter, there is a section titled Rise Up and Act, where I give people three things they can do under 10 minutes that will make a difference for the country and they can do it while they're sipping their cup of coffee in the morning. So uh, again, uh, I can tell people what they can do because a lot of people, Rogers, are educated. They, they, they know what's going on. They watch you. They listen to me. They watch Fox News. Well, not many people anymore. They watch Newsmax. They watch Lindell TV. We're not lacking information on our side. What we are lacking is what can I do? Give me something to do. I cannot tell you how how many times I hear that statement when I speak. That's why I started Act for America. I started Act for America to mobilize and organize people on the right, the grassroots, to impact policies policy through grassroots activism. Not just to sit around once a, me once a month at a Republican meeting, eating the rubber chicken, everybody socializing, feeling so good, hearing a good speaker, and then going home and not knowing what to do um, next. What we do with Act for America, and this is what I discuss in my book, Rise, is how you can impact policy sitting right now in front of your keyboard. As a keyboard activist, you don't need to go out and show up in the street and demonstrate. What we do with Act for America is we monitor bills coming down at the federal level and at the state level, and we send you an email letting you know about a bill that's coming down before it's voted on. We not only can apply pressure on elected officials, both Democrats and Republicans, to take action, but we can also empower the average citizen to feel that he or she have a voice and they can make an impact. Look, the censure Rashida Tlaib um, example yesterday, a perfect example. We sent 400,000 emails and phone calls to Congress just through our website, through our Act Now campaign. So I encourage people to go to our website, actforamerica.org, take action on our Act Now campaigns. You'll see Act Now National, Act Now State. Uh, for the state and the federal, uh, sign up to receive our emails and action alerts, start a chapter in your community or join a chapter, or even if you have your own independent group, register your chapter with us. We want to support you. We want to share with you our resources, our technology, free of charge. We believe a rising tide lifts all boats. And that's exactly how Republicans need to start thinking and working together and organizing together. We are community organizers. We are the largest on the right. We are all about grassroots activism. And we want to make sure we guide our people to victory in 2024. Because it's not enough to vote once every two years. It's not enough to show up once once a month to a Republican Party, Tea Party, Libertarian Party, whatever you join. Eat the rubber chicken once a month and listen to a good speaker. You need to be active and engaged. That's how the left wins on the policy level, on the grassroots level, and we need to match them in the same arena that they are playing. Go to actforamerica.org, sign up as a member, join us, stand with us in every way you can. If you are able to make a donation, I would be so grateful. We need you in this fight. We cannot lose in 2024. Losing is not an option. Join a winning team today. Join us.
right, before we lose this thread, let's put up the uh, address where people can get uh, Bridget's great book. I think it is BridgetGabriel.com. There you have it. Folks, uh, you need to check out this book. Uh, I have ordered it. it. See, it looks amazing to me. One of the earliest voices uh, in the country about the very real dangers of uh, radical Islam. Uh, let me ask you this, uh, Bridget. What do you think are the odds of a terrorist attack uh, on American soil uh, by somebody in the country illegally? Oh, right now, the odds are very high. Look, we know we have uh, in our custody right now over 160 terrorists that we have already arrested trying to cross our border. And those are are the ones we have arrested and put in jail, Roger. We have no idea how much more came into the country from multiple countries. Look, from Lebanon alone, 160 people we have arrested from Lebanon, over 3,000 from Egypt. Look at all the Afghans we brought into the country. We do not even know who they are and whether they were involved in the Taliban. Um, look, Uzbekistan, we put out an article at Act for America, and I encourage you to sign up to get our emails, actforamerica.org. We put out an article. The FBI was looking for 12 people from Uzbekistan that came to the United States with, with the help of some guy connected to ISIS, and the FBI has no idea where they are in the country. So the likelihood is very high. We are back today to the exam, exact same place we were on September 10th, 2001, except now we are we we are very ill prepared uh you know our our, our uh, we don't have the patriotism that we shared back in 2001 right now the country is very divided and the enemy can easily take care and take advantage of our situation uh bridget what was your uh, feeling about the off-year uh, election results the other night uh look the abortion issue is what kills Republicans, flat out, very simple. I mean, here you have the Republicans leading on every other issue. People are worried about the economy. People are worried about jobs. People are worried about, are we going to get into World War III? Biden is losing in the poll. I mean, you are the experts, Roger. I mean, I can learn something from you when it comes to that area. But I can tell you as a woman, I have a friend of mine who is a churchgoer, a, a very conservative Christian. You know, I, I, I call myself, I'm a backsliding Christian. I don't even go to church. I'm a token Catholic. But but this friend of mine is 100% churchgoer twice a week, uh, you know, on the board of the church. She could not bring herself to vote Republican. And she told me that in confidence because she would never share it in front of church members or in front of her Republican friends because she will be disavowed and basically kicked out of the church. She said, I cannot vote for anybody who's going to dictate what I can do in my body. I've got to protect women's rights. A lot of Christian women feel that way, but they will never verbalize it because they will be judged in front of their Republican friends and the Republican Party in their churches. So this is a lesson to the Republicans heading into 2024. If you're not going to acknowledge that the extreme, we want to ban everything, we want to ban women's rights, it's going to cost the Republicans the elections unless they correct course on this issue and somehow make women understand that, look, you can have an abortion up to whatever, 14, 15 weeks, but they need to emphasize women's rights. Otherwise, they're going to lose even conservative women who are too afraid to tell them to their face that you're going to lose my vote. 
All right, there you have it, folks. The outspoken and always fiery Bridget Gabriel. Thank you so much for joining us here in the Stone Zone, and God bless you. Thank you, Roger. It's an honor. Thank you so much for having me with you. Thank you. Uh, that was a really terrific. Uh, I did an interview with Dan Ball at OAN, and when we come back, uh, we're going to uh, bring you that. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, in the meantime, I want you to go to mypillow.com uh, and uh, use promo code STONE. That's how we finance everything here uh, at The Stone Zone. Uh, without your support, whether it's the amazing new revolutionary MyPillow 2.0, or whether it is the dog beds, the pet blankets, the waffle slippers, go to MyPillow.com and please use promo code STONE. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm gonna give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. This is Roger Stone. You know, Winston Churchill loved a good cigar. So did Jack Kennedy, Mark Twain, and other notables. Whether you're an occasional cigar smoker or a regular cigar smoker, you need to know about My Patriot Cigars. These are premium handmade cigars out of Nicaragua made with 100% long filler tobacco aged at least three years to give you the best possible smoke. Go to mypatriotcigars.com and use promo code STONE and you get 15% off. 
There's also free shipping for orders over $100. Every box of cigars comes with a $10 e-gift card for your next purchase. Yes, it's a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com and don't forget to use the promo code STONE. Uh, and there you have it, folks. Uh, now I can announce that our discount has been increased to 25%. These are the premium, uh, the very best premium long leaf Nicaraguan cigars rolled on the thighs of Nicaraguan virgins. There are four different blends, one for every palate. So whether you're a regular cigar smoker or whether you're an occasional cigar smoker, check out mypatriotcigars.com uh, and don't be uh, don't forget to use promo code STONE. Uh, I think you'll be very pleased. I'm also, uh, I'm a coffee drinker. There's nothing better with your cigar uh, than a rich, small, strong, smooth cup of coffee. My coffee available at my store. The coffee discovered by Mike Lindell is definitely the way to go. We had a great interview with Dan Ball at OAN yesterday, and we're going to bring it to you right now. Here now to discuss this latest Get Trump trial and, of course, his surge in the polls and a bunch of great new endorsements, political consultant and host of the Stone Zone podcast, our pal Roger Stone, back on Real America. Hey, Raj, how you been? Dan, um, uh, great to be with you. Uh, I would actually argue that Trump's surge in the polls to the strongest position he's ever been in since he entered politics is uh, built largely on the transparent tsunami of lawfare against him. I think the American people are much smarter than they're given credit for. Yep. Uh, and uh, they recognize, uh, A, that the domestic policies of Joe Biden are a disaster for this country, B, that the foreign policy uh, credentials uh, and record of this administration are waltzing us closer and closer to World War III. Yes. Uh, they now look back at the Trump days uh, with, I think, a substantial fondness. We had both peace uh, and prosperity under Donald Trump uh, in a far more stable world. So uh, in a very perverse way that is counterintuitive, these attacks on Trump uh, in uh, in D.C., uh, in South Florida, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, in uh, Manhattan, New York, have had the inadvertent effect of turbocharging his candidacy, <laughs> uh, of helping him lock up the Republican nomination, which he verily clearly has done, uh, where his where he may be leading by as much as sixty points over his nearest rival. Mm. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, who's struggling to maintain the second position in the race way back in the field. Yep. Uh, but it also, I think, has catapulted him uh, ahead uh, of Joe Biden uh, in, the, in five of the six swing states. And when you look at the internal uh, dynamics and cross tabs of the New York Times Siena College poll, what you see is that Trump has made very substantial gains among independents, uh, among African-Americans, uh, right. among Hispanic Americans, and among younger Americans. Uh, and that really explains his lead 
uh, in five of the six swing states that will ultimately end up deciding the 2024 election. You got it. Let's talk about the other opponents, because we know Joe Biden's faults and why he should be taken out of office yesterday. But let's talk about this. The failure to launch campaign of Ron DeSantis. I mean, people thought when he launched, it was going to be like neck and neck with Trump. I don't think he's ever gotten above 15, 16 points. Now you have Nikki Haley almost tied with him and Vivek almost tied with him. What What's happening there with Americans looking at these people? And again, is this all just, except for Ron, is this all just an audition to be vice president? I joke around when they come on the show and I've told them, hey, why are you even doing this? Are you just trying to be VP? Well, I'm reminded of the story about the guy who owned a dog food company. Uh, and it was a very big company, but the, the guy could not get any orders from grocery stores or from uh, pet supply stores, and nobody would buy his dog food. And ultimately, he went bankrupt. And when he was asked, why did your dog food company fail? He said there was one minor problem. The dogs didn't like that stuff. <laughs> that explains the problem uh, in Ron DeSantis's campaign. So uh, once voters got a good look at him, uh, got a look at his, shall we say, quirky and kind of off-putting personality, uh, his uh, his flexibility on issues, because first he was for sanctions against China. Great then point. when his donors objected, he was against sanctions. First he said that uh, the war in Ukraine was just a minor territorial dispute. Now, because his big donors objected, um, he wants to ship more money uh, to Ukraine. Uh, and once they realized that in Donald Trump, they could have the genuine article, whereas Ron DeSantis initially tried to sell himself as Trump without the baggage. Now he sells himself on MSNBC, of all places, as the anti-Trump, mm -hmm. basically echoing the attacks on Trump coming from Biden and the left-wing Democrats, never defending him in the tsunami of lawfare that the president has faced. I think Ron DeSantis' campaign is a dumpster fire. I think they have wasted literally tens of millions, millions. of dollars. Yeah. And the more yeah. the voters see of him, the less they like him. Yeah, it's interesting. Just in the last couple of weeks, right, he got um, Governor Sarah Huckabee uh, Sanders' endorsement, uh, several other governors around the country. And I noticed, too, that more down in your home state of Florida, where you live, a bunch more of the state reps that had endorsed Ron, at least three of them in the last week, if I read correctly, you probably know better than I, they actually reversed their endorsement of Ron. These are state Florida officials, folks, state reps and state senators. They've now flipped and they're endorsing Trump. So tomorrow, when Fox has their presidential debate, which literally no one is going to watch, nope. <laughs> just down the road in Hialeah, Florida, Donald Trump is having one of his uh, signature piece rallies which I think is going to get enormous coverage and draw both an enormous crowd on the ground, plus online around the country. Uh, and uh, I'm told that Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who I like very much, is going to be there to endorse Donald Trump in person. Uh, and that will actually be the big news. Now, to uh, Governor DeSantis's credit, Governor Kim Reynolds of Iowa, who has been furtively and behind the scenes working with him and supporting him the entire time since he became a candidate, uh, has now gone public. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't see any evidence uh, based on polling uh, and my you know, 45 years experience in this business uh, to indicate uh, that that is going to catapult him uh, beyond <laughs> Donald Trump. And let's be very clear. 
A second place finish in Iowa is not adequate in order to go forward. Uh, another to have enough momentum to raise enough money to stay in this race, he has to beat Donald Trump. That means come in ahead of Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah, he's not doing that in Iowa. And folks don't even know, Roger, I bet a lot of people, unless they are really in tune to politics, they're going to go, who the hell is Roger and Dan talking about? Kim Reynolds is the governor yep. of Iowa. And I think we had that tweet from a couple years ago when she begged for Trump's endorsement. He gave it to her and then she won. And now she, like many turncoats, have now come out and endorsed Ron DeSantis. I just want everybody to... All right. I'm afraid we are uh, out of time. We won't be able to show you the rest of that great interview, but let's wrap it up here. I'm Roger Stone. This has been the Stone Zone. God bless you. And don't forget to go to MyPillow.com. And when you do, use promo code STONE because, well, the Stones need to eat. God bless you. I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our Percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Fulls, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more color sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queen's 35 dollars full $29 and twin size just $25. Order now. Once they're gone, they're gone for good. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. 
And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now.